1: Well, he's back, folks, and like I've said, the Eddie Show's back in town. Wallabies coach Eddie Jones joins us on the morning show. Good morning to you, Eddie. Welcome back. Yeah, no, thanks, mate. Uh, Great to be back, and you know it's a great honour to be
0: leading Australia again.
1: So your first full week back in the job, Eddie, has much changed since you left Wallabies last time around in 2005?
0: Uh, Well, apart from personnel, uh, no, the... Yeah, you know, the game's still battling a little bit. Um, but that's the opportunity to, to turn things around. Uh, certainly there's a lot of goodwill around, mate. A lot of goodwill around. Even when
1: you were let go by England, did you think that you would ever be Wallaby's coach again after what happened 18 years ago now?
0: Yeah, I never really thought about it, mate, uh, to be quite honest. Obviously, yeah, there was a few chats about doing it further down the track. But then um, when I got the phone call and, and, and you know, was asked whether I'd consider coming back now, you know, it doesn't take you too long to answer, mate.
1: Yeah, I, I bet we had a good chat with Hamish McLennan, who, you know, talked us through the process there. And according to them, they fell off their chair when you were let go by England. Now that you reflect on how that all played out, how do you... I guess, how do you recognise or or deal with what happened to you with England, taking away what then processed, uh, processed after that with Australia?
0: Yeah, well, with England, you know, at the end of the day, mate, I've been coaching long, long enough to know if you're not meeting the expectations of the organisation and of the fans, then your time's limited. So, you know, we had a, a tough 2022. We didn't do as well as we would have liked so the writing was on the wall um it was the end of you know seven years where i had a thoroughly good time and then you know i was getting all ready to basically have a bit of a bit of a coaching break i was going to go to japan for three months do a bit with my old club son help helped them out a bit and then all of a sudden you know you're on the plane to australia and you you're in the world cup campaign
1: which is the coach's lot, isn't it? You, you've got to be ready to move and be agile, just like probably what you tell your players along the way. Was the NRL yeah. ever ever seriously considered, Eddie?
0: Ah, uh, look, for me it was, but I don't know for them, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, you know, we've had a couple of uh, cursory chats to various sorts of people, but you know, it'd be a big punt for them. Um, but I'd still love to do it, mate. Who knows?
1: What was the appeal? What is the appeal to? To rugby league for you?
0: Uh, look, I was brought up in La Perouse, which is mm. probably the spiritual home of the Rabbitohs. Um, you know, some of their greatest players came from that area, big Aboriginal population. Um, and I grew up playing rugby league. And, you know, I remember with my dad, uh, we used to go and watch Souths play at the Sydney Cricket Ground. We'd watch the three grades, you know, they'd kick off at 12 o'clock. And uh, the competition's got so, so much better since then. And, you know, the, the game you see of NRL now, if you, if you, it's a fantastic game. And imagine coaching, coaching in that tough competition. Is there one
1: player, if you could put one player from rugby league into your coaching, I mean, you're always going to get asked who you'd love to sign, and there are endless possibilities. But in terms of coaching one rugby league player, is there one that you could focus on?
0: Oh, look, the bloke was always Andrew Johns, you know. We nearly had him in 2005. Um, he agreed to come and at the last minute of the board said, no, of the current players, you know, there's a rugby boy called Cameron Murray. He'd be pretty handy, mate. You know, he'd be a fantastic 12 in rugby.
1: So you come back and here you go again, ready to take over Australia or taken over the Australian setup up already. And the World Cup's not too far away. And you've outlined that the game is still struggling a little bit here in Australia. So what's your position? Is it is it part coach, part salesman? Obviously, the coaching side's 99% of the job, but you understand better, I reckon, than anyone, Eddie, how much sometimes you need to sell thing, uh, sell things. Yeah. How much was that discussed when you sat down with Andy Marinos and with Hamish in Rugby Australia?
0: Oh, it wasn't really discussed. Um, yeah, well, I don't try to be uh extroverted i don't try to uh be prominent but i i think one of the things i try to do is to tell the truth and and um you know that gets into trouble sometimes mate but it also creates interest and i think as the wallaby coach you do need to create interest we need to create interest in the game you know we're over in perth with england in june and Justin one of the things Justin Langer said to me he came over and watched training he said hey, we never hear about the wallabies anymore um, and that's what we want to change because yeah we want those those floating fans the fans who are looking for a national team to support to, to support the wallabies you know we don't want to take fans from rugby league or afl we want to get that swinging swinging group of of supporters uh, back supporting the wallabies you know, when we when you couldn't get a ticket to a Blues Cup. Now, you couldn't get a ticket for your life in the Blues Cup 20 years ago, and now you can probably get them quite easily.
1: And it's interesting. I find it interesting, Eddie. I said the other day that you're a master at selling what you want people to buy, and I think that that's just been part of your routine, and it is natural for you. You don't want to be controversial. You don't want to put yourself out there, but it seems to be ingrained. Where did the entertainment side of Eddie Jones come from where did that factor come from that's that's deep within because you like a laugh you like a joke you don't mind playing a few mind games
0: uh, yeah well I was lucky I had a bloke called Bob Dwyer uh, you know he won the World Cup in 91 as our as our club mm-hmm. coach and he was such a charismatic uh, you know told a good story you wanted to listen to him and I always felt if I ever a coach, I wanted to be like him and um, yeah, because they're they're the sort of people that uh, that you follow, and uh, he had such an est- effect on Australian rugby. You know, we want to go through that golden period again, mate.
1: Where are you at with the playing group? How many have you spoken to? What what's the schedule been over the last what week and a bit since you've had your feet back under the desk?
0: Yeah, no, I've caught up with the senior players by Zoom, a few of them by phone. Um, I'm out. I'm out on the been out on the weekend to watch the trial matches and. And caught up with a few. So over the next couple of weeks, you know, I hope to see the bulk of the the World Cup squad, which is 40 players, and have a quick chat to them, see where they're at. But they're, you know, their job now is to play as well as they can for Super Rugby, and then just say, you know, pick me, play that well. You got to pick me. That's their job. You know, players select or deselect themselves. So I'm looking forward to seeing him play Super Rugby.
1: Yeah, and that's going to be one of the keys, isn't it, Super Rugby? Because I guess there's a whole stack of players now who might have thought they weren't in the picture under Dave Rennie. And perhaps that picture is a little bit more open now because you're here, obviously, you know, different person with a different outlook. So what do players have to do to impress you through Super
0: Rugby? Oh, well, I think there's a couple of things, mate. Play tough. Um, you know, we play a tough physical game. They've got to play tough. And they've got to have an X factor, you know, whether that be a particular skill or a a particular uh, work rate area of their game. They've got to to show they've got that little bit extra to go from Super Rugby to Test Match Rugby.
1: So then what's the message to your current players? Is it the same message?
0: Yeah, stump up. Just stump up, boys. Yeah, and what what we want is to see winning Super Rugby teams. The last time... Australia won Super Rugby was in 2014. 2015, Australia made the final of the World Cup and was beaten by a great New Zealand side. But come comes seconds, you know, a, a pretty good effort. And and that's what we want to see. We want to see, see the players stump up Super Rugby, win, beat the Kiwi sides, come into camp full of confidence, knowing that they've got their measure. And, and then, you know, it's up to us to take it on from there.
1: World Cup. It's the focus, isn't it? That, that's, that's the reason why you are sitting where you are sitting now. But it's a long-term deal and it's a much broader deal. There's Bledisloe Cup, there's five games before you get to the World Cup. How are you going to judge your performance? Because you know that the, the fans and the punters and the critics out there will say, well, this bloke's been brought in to win the World Cup. If he doesn't, then it's a fail. How do you judge what, what you achieve in the next 12 months in particular?
0: Well, I think there's two things, Matt. I think one's we want to win. We want to win the World Cup. Like, And you go to the World Cup, there's 20 teams and only one team's successful. Um, but you can play well. And and the second prize is to play well. You know, and, and playing well means that every time we play, the Wallaby supporters are sitting on the edge of the, their seat thinking this team's playing hard for our country. You know, And if we do that... And if we can do both of those things, it's a great success. If we do, do the first one and win, well, the second one will come. And if we only do the second one, then we've made some good improvements because maybe that hasn't been the case up uh, for a while now. And then that's what we're going to make sure we do. And what about
1: the other aspect of the job, Eddie? The, the Wallaroo's overseeing that entire program as well.
0: Yeah, and no, I was just out on the last weekend on Friday the a, a luncheon raising money for the for the Waratah's women's team. Yeah, well, I think sports changed enormously, hasn't it? Um, you know, 20 years ago, if you would have been saying there's a super rugby competition for women, the Women's World Cup's going to be in Australia in 2000, whatever it is, 29, you know, you would have been, people would have looked at you sideways. But now, you know, women's, women's sport and women's rugby, particularly, is such an important growth area. I'm going to help their coaching staff just with some of the experience I've accumulated. Yeah, it might be a selection tip. It might be a training tip. You know, just play a bit of a supervisory role with them.
1: How's the energy factor, Eddie? How, how are you going to keep the candle going so long, burning it for so hard
0: for so long? Yeah, no, no problems, mate. Nine and a half months. Mate, I'll still have plenty in the tank. I'll be able to go around again, mate.
1: <laughs> I reckon you will. Right, So we've got messages there to prospective Wallabies, messages to current Wallabies, messages on the women's side of the game and the overall state of the game. So let's finish it off with a message to your fans, the fans that you've got, the fans that Australian rugby's lost and the fans that you're hoping to get back.
0: Yeah, well, just be ready. You know, we need, we need your support. We need to win your support, but we also need you to stump up as well. And you know, as we said, we need everyone in the rugby community, which has probably shrunk a little bit, to do their little bit. We'll be doing our bit, and if we can both do it together and meet in the middle, we're going to have a, we're going to have a good time.
1: It's going to be a wild ride. We're glad you're back on our shores. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun as well. Eddie, appreciate your time this morning.
0: All right. Good on you, Matt. Cheers, mate.